Big up to the boys. Fox and Shane, set your minds free, no locks and chains. Do what you love, roll the dice. 50 50, we cold as ice. One thing cold, but a billion times red. Hey, dick, hey. I'm in my head, won't gaming. Hello and welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I am Shane, hanging out with Fox. What's up? And of course, we've got Georgie. In the void. Today, we are talking about a game we have played two times now, I think, but have talked about a couple of times. Yeah, I've played this game many times. You've played it many times. Yeah. Sidreal Confluence. Yes. Sidreal Confluence. Side real <sighs> Confluence. It's a title. It's a title. It's a title, yeah. It's interesting. It is, uh, the one we have next to us is the remastered edition, mm. um, but up behind me to my left is the old version. Um, we have two copies. I mean, have you have two, two copies. Yeah, we do. I do own two <laughs> copies. Well, actually, you own one now. <laughs> and the reason is, this is a game that, um, we used to have like a really big board game group. Um, my boss, my old boss and his mates and me and a couple of my mates. And so, it got like, the player count got quite high. Um, and so... One of the, the the board game guy at the time. Board. Every group's got a, the one guy that has all the games or most of the games. 100%. Yeah. And this is that guy. And yeah. he brought along this this game, Sidreal Confluence, this old version behind me. And he was like, this is great because it's like eight players. I haven't played it, but we'll figure it out. So we played it and the group was split. Half love it and <laughs> rated as like a top game. Yeah. The other half are like, I will not come to a board game night if you're playing Sidreal oh, Confluence. Really? Yeah, it's crazy, that man. It's brutal, man. Why? Like- uh, I don't know. We'll get well, we'll get into that, I guess. But mm. yeah, I, I mean, I, really, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's great. It's got a, it's got a four to nine player count, mm. which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and the expansion brings it up to ten players. Yeah. So you can have ten people sitting around and, well, if you know this game, that that is chaos. Those kind of numbers, it's like a party game. Yeah. But this is not, not a party <laughs> game. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not having a party when you're, you're playing this not game. not making friends. <laughs> no, mm. This is a game where you find out who your friends are. Yeah. Yep. What I like about the premise of the game... Oh, so, I, I'll explain the game loosely as, yeah. you know, just the mechanics of it. You so could people round can it up it. into, like, three words. Sidreal Confluence, good. <laughs> That'll do it. Big, big trade <laughs> Thanks lots. Thanks for watching, guys. Big trade lots. See you next week. See you Sunday. <laughs> Uh, so the way this game works is you you all play as a unique faction. So your factions are asymmetrical mm-hmm. in that they play completely different. But the core rules of the game are the same for everyone. Yeah, everyone abides by the rules, like the rules of physics. Exactly. Yeah, you may be doing all kinds of flips. I might be doing front flips. Yeah. You might be doing back flips. Yeah. Church might be doing kick flips. Oh. But we all have to abide by the rules of physics. <laughs> Except for Church's <laughs> kickflips, because they're out of this world. They're nutty. So, uh, the, the, what was the analogy? Laws of physics. The physics <laughs> of this of game. Physics. Yes. <laughs> the laws of physics of this game is that everyone has resources, and they are played in the game as these small tokens. Uh, there's small cubes. There's big cubes. Hexagonal. There's hexagonal. One hexagonal cube, yep. <laughs> and there's one ship cube, <laughs> and there's victory points. And so, you've got all these different resources that you trade with each other so that you can run these things in front of you called converters. Mm. And converters do exactly that. Convert cubes they, into other cubes. Yeah, into more cubes. Yep. And so, these converters, they might say, for example, you need two big blue cubes, and we'll turn that into one big blue cube, one ship, 
one victory point and three small cubes. Oh, that's a that's a deal. And you're like, that's value. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but you, but then you look in front of you and you don't have any big blue cubes. You're <laughs> no. like, well, I can't run that converter. Yeah. So therefore, you have to trade with people. Yeah. But the best part about this game is putting a timer on the trade phase. It is nuts. And just watching chaos ensue. Oh. And you can't trade before the timer. That's no, a, that's a that's a big no-no penalty. Which to Shane tried to do every round, <laughs> maybe most rounds, <laughs> most rounds, <laughs> mostly all the rounds. Sometimes it's just a little bit of a you know. You'd be like, so you yeah, you'd you be know. like, hey Rory, I'd be like, shut up, Shane. <laughs> Wait till what, I start the timer. What do you think on the weekend? It was kind of like two blue cubes for one black cube. It was kind of awful, day, big it? blue cube out today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would hate for it to be small brown cube or two small brown cubes. Give me two small brown cubes. Yeah, so, and that's basically what the trade phase is for five minutes. It's like, Churchy, what are you doing with those green cubes? Yeah. Wanting yep. to know if they're planning on running them for converters. What can I do for you to get those cubes? I need them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you anything. start, and you can trade anything almost. You know, you can trade your very converters, planets that you get, colonies. Yeah. Um, what I like that we didn't really touch on it at all as we're playing this game is that the theme of the game is so well baked into how the factions play. Mm -hmm. um, but I also like that you don't really need to know the law. You can just no. play this as a Euro game and enjoy yep. it. Um, so, yeah. So, you you trade. That's a trade phase. Then after the trade phase, you use your new goods mm. to run these converters and turn them into better capital. Yeah. And then you can use that capital to then trade in the next turn and run your converters and whatnot. <laughs> and you slowly amass... Rinse and repeat. Victory points, yeah. you research things, you do all sorts of stuff. The research phase was kind of cool. Like yeah. having to actually build up quite a large amount of resources to complete that research. Yeah. But then you you can benefit from it immediately. Yeah. But everyone else doesn't benefit until the end of the turn mm -hmm. or the start of next. Yeah, everyone has a big deck of converters um, that as people research something... Yep. You'll go through that deck, grab that converter out, the matching yeah. converter. So Shane might get a research team that says, if you complete this, you've researched clinical immortality. Yep. You go through your deck and look for the converter called clinical immortality. You add it to your sack and then you can run that. Yep. Later on, you'll then share that technology with everyone else for a sharing bonus. Yep. And then everyone goes through their deck and gets out clinical immortality. This is where the game gets crazy because in a turn say four people in an eight-player game or research something, Yeah, you're looking through your deck for four new converters to then put in front of you. Yep. More things to choose from. That's when it starts getting the analysis paralysis. Yeah. So we played with four people Yeah, and there was lots of options, right, Churchy? Yeah. You felt it. Yeah. You felt, felt it. It's the second yeah. time I he's felt it. called out Churchy. Well, Churchy had like 10 planets on top of everything oh, else. I, I looked over at Churchy and I'm like, how has he got three times the amount of stuff that I did? I saw him just like crying into his beer. <laughs> yeah. Just like, and I think he gained gray hairs from the decisions. By the end of yeah. the game, it was taking me like five minutes just to like go through generating all my stuff from the planets. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so what's interesting is like that part scales exponentially with player count. So like we were looking through and getting out, you know, two or three things, uh, converters sometimes. Not every turn though. Sometimes yeah. there was nothing we get in research. And we still had stacks. Yeah, yeah. So basically what we had in front of us is about a third of what you would have in front of you in an eight-player game, for example. Misplaced my water. Found it. Your water. <laughs> I'll trade you. Water. <laughs> I'm still in trade mode for next game. <laughs> so it is really cool, and it's a balancing act because these research uh, teams, 
like they might cost 18 small green cubes. Yeah, which is nuts. If you're not producing those cubes, you have to try and trade for them. And because they're all the same color, that's even more difficult. Converters, you can kind of split up. You're like, oh, I got three browns. I can run that converter. Yeah. I got two greens to run that one. Yep. When it's a research team, it's like, hey, you better have everything the same. <laughs> yeah. And if you're doing it for the research team, you can't then put it into your converters. So you got to do the balancing act of economy for victory points, mm. the trade-off. So it's a really fun... It is a really fun balancing act. Yep. And it's really fun trying to negotiate with your friends <laughs> who also have their own plans about oh, like, what yeah. they want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, you know, like... And, like, things might change on a whim. Like, you've got plans for those two big blue cubes. Yeah. But then someone comes in, like, Fox comes in and says, I'll give you this this and this and you're like oh hang on yeah what am i getting out of it versus mm. what could i get in this trade yeah yeah so it's 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 like there's a lot of that sort of um on the like on the spot thinking because you're yeah. under the timer as well yeah you got the egg timer sitting there and so someone throws that deal at you and, you, and you're trying to calculate you go well if i run the converter i get slightly more but I'm getting those now, which yep. I can use to trade to run these other converters yeah, while yep. someone's yelling at you going, no, don't do that. I want that blue cube. I'll give you a hex. And you're just yeah. like, hang on a minute. Hang yep. on. Is that better? Yeah. 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 It's fun <laughs> chaos. And there's a lot of things too, upgrades that happen um, during that trade phase. So while the trade's going on, you might spend those to then, yeah, flip over. Yeah flip over a planet or something like that, which will then generate more resources the next turn. Yeah. Or sorry, the next phase. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like the game has a lot of moving parts and it's not oh, until you sort of sit down after the game that you're like, oh, it's got research teams and planets, planets you can flip. Then it's got converters, converters you can flip, converters you can use to flip other converters. <laughs> yeah. yeah you like, sacrifice wow, that converter to upgrade another. And then you've got your unique races that can all do you know, their own unique things Yeah, on yep. top of all that layered stuff. So, yep. so the game is made by Tauseti, not Tausept, <laughs> Tauseti Deichmann, who it's has- German. Yeah, maybe, mm. <laughs> possibly. I mean, who knows? Deichmann could be, could be Irish. Could be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, could, it could be Australian, know, who knows? but he's not. Um, <laughs> and this is the only board game he's made. Right. He's made other games? He's made one RPG. Oh, really? Which seems to be like pretty small and niche. I really couldn't find much on it apart mm -hmm. from its name. Novarian some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bulgarian chocolate. I don't know. Delicious. Uh, let me find it. It's on my phone. <laughs> is, it um, on, is it on DriveThruRPG? If so, use the Hobby Homies link in the description I was to give us a little bit of a bonus. I was going to correct you, but I was like, no way. It's a good segue. It's a good plug. <laughs> it's called Jovian Despair. Huh. And it's an RPG where humankind <laughs> becomes able to colonize other planets. Mars was first. Now, I think... Sidra Confluence in the, an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like the sort of the prelude. Yeah. So, it's like this is the... I think that he took the history of the world in the lead up to what is Sidra Confluence yeah. and turned it into an RPG. That's but that's cool. a guess. That's very cool. It's a big old guess. It's highly rated from the like two people that have played it. Oh, yeah. From what I can tell. Well, I mean, it's like 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and it is cool. So you got, we got, I've got right next to me, Shane. We've got some races. Yeah. Uh, well, not races, factions. Factions. Yeah. They are kind of like a race. Yeah. I played lizard people. Um, Reptilians. What, what, what were their names? I'm not even going to try it. The kit. The kit? Were you that the kit? Me. I was the kit. Nah. You were the kit. Lost people. What are, Kajar uh, or something? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. You're these <laughs> ones, the red ones. Yeah. Military might. So I'm going to spell this for people. So Shane, Shane's, uh, this is the first name. It's K-J-A-S-J-A-V-I-K-A-L-I-M-M. -M. 
directorate. It's not uh, Rylethian. It's not Rylethian, <laughs> although it's as close as you could get. It's got a pronunciation guide on there. I do like that. Do they all have that? They all have that. Oh, okay. So yours was pronounced KJAS DJA. It's, hard, it's almost harder <laughs> yeah, to say. <laughs> yeah. I liked a better one. You could have just said whatever you wanted. It makes sense. Yeah. Vikalem. It ends in Vikalem. Yep. And it starts with KJAS, but that DJA in the middle is in capitals and confusing. <laughs> Kaleon, yeah, so... Ka-d-ja. Im-drill. Im-drill. It doesn't actually, yeah, a lot of these don't even help. <laughs> but Nicolage. they try. They try. That's exactly what I'm talking about. What'd you say? Nicolage. Nicolage. He's Nicolage. Um, so what, what, w- what was your races go? What was your whole thing? Uh, they had ships for days, dude. Oh, that's right, because you... We didn't mention this, but when you... Um, there's like a bidding phase. Yeah. So oh, if you want to yeah. get new planets or new research teams... You have to use ships, yep. which is like a token, and you blind bid. Yeah, which I, I thought was really cool. Like, So you're prepping in your hand what you're spending, and you once you bid that, you're committed to spending that. Yeah. Um, my race had the option to split it, so I could, you know... Um, you know, bid four and then split it into two twos. And so have two bids on the table. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, like, other people can bid nothing. So you might be the only one bidding, and you're like man, I think Fox is going to bid for that planet. I need it. I'm going to yeah. bid six ships because i got to get that planet. Yeah. And then everyone opens their hands and you're the only one there with tokens in your hand. Yeah. And it's just like, God damn, I spent those six ships. And you're like, oh, okay. So you can just like choose not to purchase anything and keep the ships. But you're like, oh, but then I don't get that planet yeah, that yeah. I just really needed. Yep. So yeah, it is it is good. Mm-hmm. I do like that. And then you have to back it up by by then bidding on the research teams. And I like the way they've done it because I feel like research teams are more sought after. Yep. But planets you can't afford to not have because it's passive income. Yeah. So it's, it's free like, real estate. It's free real estate. Yeah. So it's like you have to bid on your planets so you're getting rid of your ships. Yeah. But you really want to hold them yeah, yeah. for the research. So so it seemed to like it didn't really play out with our game. I think with more players, probably more so. But I feel like the planet bids would always be quite low. Yeah, yeah. And research bids would be would be up there yeah i think when you add a few more um it, it, it kind of the games change based on the races that are out and what they do yeah so um like churchy's race faction when it's in the game it can produce a lot of planets yeah can pump them out and it can trade them away oh yeah so that 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 drops the bidding for planets even lower when people are aware of that and if the player is moving the planets around because you're like oh well, i'll just get one off churchy that's fine <laughs> So I didn't know Churchy was selling planets. He wasn't. He was going. I wasn't. I was oh. them. Oh. Yeah, he, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> he had like ten of them. It was very oh, cool. Yeah. I feel like um, what was I going to say? So these races, obviously, all races need to trade. That's the whole point of the game is trading, right? Yeah. Would you say there's factions that are more sort of self-sustaining and they might yeah. only trade? Probably. You know, like uh, some of our trades we would do, I'd be like, ah, oh, this trade doesn't really help me, but Churchy needs that. I'm not doing anything with it. I'll trade him. You know, that's sure. a win for him. Sure. And, and you, know, you know, you traded me a couple of times and it's we, we all sort of did it, right? Obviously, it was more of a friendly game. If it was like, if we were all playing hardcore, like Cut competitive, no one would have done any trades that didn't benefit themselves. Yeah, yeah. But like, or you do it out of absolute pure necessity, not because, ah, uh, he needs that. I kind of don't need it. Yeah. But like- would there be any factions that just sort of do their own thing? Yeah, there are there are there are definitely factions that don't need other players for their goals. Um, and there are factions that 
have to have other players. Yeah. So, for example, um, there's the faction that Rory played where mm. they have great, like, wild cubes. Yeah. That can be anything. They don't need... They usually don't need to interact with other players at all. Other players will come to them yep. out of desire for their cubes. Once they learn the game and they go, oh, wait, I've only got six green and I need 12. Oh, wait, that could be six green and six gray. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I can have that and change them on a dime. Like I'll yep. never be able to not run a converter with those gray cubes, basically. Yeah. So people usually go to them so they can kind of just do their own thing. But on the flip side of that, you've got the space whales and they're called the Eniet. And they have converters that they cannot run. Right. They actually have to trade their converters to people and have them run those converters. Oh, wow. Okay. So you generate like a passive sort of income, whether it's victory points or resources yeah. from other people running your converters. Yeah. But running your converters is kind of tough because they all have to be the same color. Wow. So, so one of them, I think, turns like four little cubes into six little cubes or something like that. Yep. Of any color? Of any color. No, all the same. Yeah, so Any color, but all the same yeah. color. So you could put, one turn you could put four greens and get six. The next turn you could put, you know, four white yeah. and get six. Okay. But you have to make that worth it for them. Yeah. And you have to get something for it as well. Yeah, yeah. So you really need, your economy is based on being able to sell your converters to other people. Mm-hmm. Which can be difficult because not a lot of people hoard the same resource. No. Uh, and then want to throw it into your converter for a measly turnaround. I found one of my resources I was actually generating quite a lot of was um, at the start of the game yep. was the um, was the black cubes. Yeah. And I, at one point, I felt like I couldn't give them away. Yeah, I felt I like, like that too. what am I doing with these? I don't need them. I think it's just one of those things where the combo of players we had generated a lot of black cubes. Yeah. But didn't use them, didn't use a lot of them. Yeah. So we had a surplus there. So they almost became the same value as little cubes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting, but yellows on the other hand were oh, hard to come by, and I needed them. Yeah, Every, everyone needed everyone, them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and that's always cool. It's cool how the they give you a guide to the value of things, but really, when you're when the rubber hits the road, oh man, anything's worth whatever you're yep. willing to pay. Yeah, it's market value. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So anyways, I'll quickly flick through these and give you an idea because you yep. guys didn't play and or are aware of all of these. So you got Shane's. You do some stuff. I forget what you said. I wasn't really listening. Yeah. You got territory tiles. Yeah, they were like um, upgraded uh, converters that I could purchase by destroying planets. Ah, right. So you chew up planets, which is really cool. I forgot about that. Uh, which I didn't do until near the end. Yeah, which is uncommon, actually, because last time I played these people, because the flip side of these are really good. Yeah. So people like to get one out early and try and upgrade it, mm. but it does cost a lot. Yellow cubes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Kaleon, which are like, um, they they put seeds on worlds. Oh, the tree people. And they can run the worlds, the planets twice. Yeah. Which is just crazy net income. Yeah. Like, it's just nuts. Where's and their pitfall, though? Where's, like, that's, that's a... No, nah, there is no pitfall for them. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're quite, I mean, you can, they're quite one-dimensional. Yeah. Uh, oh, the pitfall, actually, no, they do halve their colony bids. So if they bid four ships for yep. a colony, it becomes two. Ooh, okay. Yeah, That's so it's harder it. for them to get planets, but when yep. they get them, they're worth a lot. Yeah. But they can also trade their planets with the seeds on them to other people. Okay. Which is really cool because you kind of have to go, oh, that's good value because you are you can then run that planet twice. Yeah. Unity is the one Rory played where all the, they've got gray cubes, unlike everyone else. Yeah. 
Um, everything's the same. So everything's wild to them. Yep. Yep. Which is cool. They got the uh, there's the Yangi. Um, now the Yangi are really strong in a big player game because these you know how we share technology. Yeah. So we research something, then we all go through our decks and look for it. They don't share their technology. Oh. Unless you pay them. Oh, okay. So they'll be like, I'm researching hyperspace mining. Yep. And because there's only one of each hyperspace mining, yep. you either get it from them or you don't get it at all. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. So they nuts. make people pay for it, um, which is nice. They they dominate most games. Mm. Um, there's the wasp people, which was churchy. Yep. Um, and what were you? You were just like infinite colony support. Yeah, basically you could have infinite colonies um, and then, yeah, they cost yellow cubes to get out, though. So that was. Ah, uh, that's where they're all going. Yeah. <laughs> that's where all like, the yellow <laughs> cubes were going. Them, like, I'd be making a lot of trades early on to get a bunch of them so I could get a lot of planets out. Yeah, I reckon I had a couple of yellow cubes early on and I traded them to Churchy. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I did too like, when they weren't nah, worth a lot. Yeah. I, need these I did now. that right yeah. at the start. Yeah, and, like, yeah. The first turn, I was just like <laughs> trying to get all the yellows. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky churchy. Cheeky churchy. Um, we got the Zeth who steal from other people. Oh. Which is new. So basically, if you trade with the Zeth, they'll give you a token to say that you're safe, which means they can't trade from you. Sorry, they can't steal from you. Okay. So this, the Zeth are in an interesting spot where they're like, oh, I, I really want to trade with that person, but then I have to give them a safe token. Yeah. And then I can't later steal from them. Yeah. So it's interesting. You can kind of use their own rules against them to a sense so the zeth are interesting it tells you not to use it if there's less than i think five players or if people are new okay but i think that's just to avoid the feels bad it's yeah. not as brutal as other games because because really there's not a lot of ways in this game to handicap your opponents no nah. apart from not trading with them yeah yeah or stealing planets in the bid phase mm. there's not really ways of stopping them from doing what they want to do um which is cool because it's like all right if you don't want to trade with me because you don't want me to run that thing. Yeah. I'll trade with Rory. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah. I do want those cubes. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. What, um, so, the, what, like, what can the Zeth steal? Like, uh, what resources are you limited to, like, one big token or what, one little or? Um, so they have, like, they have theft converters. So it okay. actually tells them what they can steal on their converters. Oh, right, okay. So they put a cube in. They still pay a cube, yep. but when they run that converter, instead of taking it from the pool, yep. they'll take it from someone else. Right. So they yep. might put a black cube in to get two small greens and a, a white. And it says steal that white from yeah. someone. No, it says steal all that from oh, someone. Okay. So, what if... Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. So the good news is it happens in the converter phase. Um, so you steal it from people after they've run their converters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not, it doesn't feel too bad. Yeah. Um, it's cool I like that it is cool and what's really cool um, like this game is great and when you play it a lot of times and you get to learn all the races it's really good but it did need the expansion mm. which adds all these races again but plays them differently and you can mix and match okay so you can now choose I'll play the Zeth but I'll play this version of the Zeth yep or I'll play the new version of the Wasp people yep where they don't have infinite colony support they do this instead mm. So that's really cool. It adds a lot. It adds, I mean, there's now 16 or 17 different factions you can play as. Yeah. And yeah, it goes up to nine or 10 players or something. It's nuts. It was crazy. It is nuts. Is there, do you think there's any um, room for future expansions? 
Well, the other one's quite new. So the the remastered was new. I think that's like just pre-COVID. Yep. Uh, and they remastered it for those watching can probably tell why. I mean, the old one was... Yeah, I mean, that's... It's his first game. Yeah. It got picked yeah. up by WizKids. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. But it's just... The art. The, the art. What art? The box is lacking. Yeah, it's yeah. lacking in every way. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Whereas uh, then they remade it and all the art on the cards looks way better too. Yeah. For the new box. And then, yeah, it's only the last year, I think, that the expansion came out. I don't know. I don't think there's much more they could do with it, to be mm. honest. I think it's... I mean, you could always just keep pumping out races. Add resources. And, and yeah. Just yep. start... Yeah. But then it gets heavy. It gets heavy and hectic. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's I think it's good. I mean, I haven't played the expansion too, so I don't really know how much it adds, but mm. we'll let you know when we know, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. And people may ask... Well, Fox, why do you have two versions? Is it just because you love it so much and you got a new one? That is the reason. That's the reason. Or alternatively, (laughs) it's because we took this to Shane's to play last year, late last year. Yeah. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And recently we were looking for it to play it again because it was a great game. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, Shane, actually the last time I had it, was at your house, in That's your old true, house. But you also, it was the last time when you had your old car. Well, it was one of the last times. <laughs> I was like, maybe it was in the gold car. And when, because that, that blew up. Yeah. <laughs> and so someone came out and took it from us when I wasn't home. Sarah just gave him the car and they gave us 300 bucks or something. <laughs> and they took it. Didn't you give them 300 bucks to take it? No, they paid us. Oh. Well, yeah, it's a good car, man. How dare you? The Golden Dragon. for you. Yeah. Um, I'm a master of trading. That's why I won. Spoiler alert, I won the game by one, by one point. point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, I couldn't find it. So I assumed. I was like, Shane would have seen it. You've just moved house. You've oh, packed I've everything. I've seen everything. I've, yeah. I've packed every box. I'm, I've moved a whole house. That's it. You would have come it. across it because like, it's not a small amount of space that a board game takes up no. and you're moving and it's like, yep. so I was like, all right, obviously Shane doesn't have it. it must've been in the gold car because all my like first edition, all my like new and shrimp Lincoln Park albums were in the center console and Sarah just didn't even check so i was like okay well obviously pr- maybe in the boot or something mm. there was another prized possession i had sidereal yeah. confluence <laughs> yeah yeah so i was like all right it's gone i really love the game there's a new version out what an opportunity to buy it yeah bought it and you just revealed to me obviously that it was here the whole time so, so in <laughs> in the move we had i think most people do this you have a room where it's just like just chuck it in there we'll deal with it later yeah yeah right a few months ago went by for later and then my, my wife eventually started going through there and she's like i gotta sort it out just being near that room is given is giving me ptsd right yeah um so it's like we'll do it so she's cleaning the room out emptying boxes and she goes oh hey i've you know i found this thing um you were looking for um and i'm like oh please don't tell me it's did she say she box. found she found some board games in yeah, the thing some board games in like a suitcase and when you heard that how much did your heart instantly sink because deep down you knew plummeted through the floor like uh, it was, and you I was knew, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, please don't tell me there's like a purple box. And she goes, yeah, yeah, Sid, Sid something. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And then like, don't get me wrong. I, I was, I you was like, upset. I could just throw this in the bin. I could. That was, that was a moral dilemma that I had. It was like, I could just bury he this. You would never know. <laughs> I could burn it. No one would know. I could, if the secret could die with me. I love the scene of you like. <laughs> Middle of the night, digging bon- a hole in the backyard, bonfire, <laughs> bonfire, bonfire, and throwing the cards in like one by one, 
and out of nowhere, just me slowly over your shoulder. What you doing there, chief? <laughs> <laughs> Look what I found. The, I'm getting it in the fire. In the fire. <laughs> I'm getting it out. I'm sorry, it's damaged, but it's not my fault. It was the fire. Yes, the, the thought crossed my mind of destroying it, yep. dying with the secret, but... No, I thought it'd be more funny to tell you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, guess what Caitlin found? <laughs> and I love that we have not let you live it down no. for not even a night. No, every day you text me in the morning, say, good morning, how's the Sidra conference going? <laughs> Anything else you found of mine? <laughs> just before I go and buy another copy of it. It's like, hey man, I just I want to buy myself like some new socks. Any of my socks that you have. Yes. Ask Caitlin. Maybe go maybe go check all your shit this time. I love that de- like deep down I just I you, I knew. You had to have known, right? I knew. Yeah, I was yes. like, it's not in the gold car. I I swear we left it there to oh. play again. And he just moved house, could be anywhere. But he would have anyway. unpacked everything and I, he would have seen it and he he swore he swore in his life that he didn't I have looked, it. I looked. <laughs> yeah, looked. <laughs> yeah, As Caitlin you, would say, I did a man look. You poked like, your head in the house. You're like, yeah, I don't like, see Sid. <laughs> Where could it be? It's not under the couch. It's under the couch. I'll crick my neck slightly. Nah. It nah, doesn't fit under there. <laughs> nah, Fox, it's flipped the house upside down. Couldn't find it. <laughs> Couldn't find it. To be fair, I did tear the studio apart looking for it. I was in every nook and cranny. Did I you, even looked under the couch. Did you see, like, when I came in here, like, uh, it was either the week uh, or whatever, where I was like, you didn't find Sidra? You're like, nah. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dang, man. Just, like, looking around, just kind of, like, shut. I'm like, uh, like, I know it's here. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, anyways. You know, I also found um, Alien RPG. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So it was a win-win. Yeah. It's net positive. <laughs> I hadn't bought a new version of that yet, so that's good. You saved me a purchase. So thank you for just giving me the gentle nudge I needed to go and buy the expansion. That's what it was. And, it was uh, just in- encouragement. Would I have bought this had I have still had that? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> have 150 bucks in my pocket. Yeah, that's some, that's some more Shatterpoint minis. Except I'm buying them quicker than they can release them. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. How do you like that, Games Workshop? <laughs> Imagine producing could, things quicker than people can buy them. They could only wish. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was the Drew Confluence. What did you think? Good game. That's cool. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> With rice. <laughs> what did you think, Churchy? Um, probably give it a seven or an eight out of ten. Yeah, nice. I'd there you go. Like Solid. One. Solid sevens across the board. Yeah. I remember seven is a cop-out. Yeah, seven's a cop-out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so Churchy gave it an eight. And would you give it? I'd give it an eight, too. Yeah, it was go. a lot of fun. I think... Um, Oh, man. I think we played with four players. I reckon five is probably... Feels like it'd be the sweet spot. Yeah. Any more than that, I feel like... Oh, it'd be fun because it'd be so hectic. Yeah. But I just think it'd be too cutthroat. Like, it, yeah. It would change from helping each other out from some trades to being like, nah, Churchy, I don't want to hear about it. I don't yeah. care how many of those cubes you need. You haven't you got what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, and I think that's probably the difference between the player, going back to what we said at the start, where people are divided on it. I feel like that's the, the version of the game some people don't like, Yeah, is the seven or eight player chaos. Yeah. Where it is so cutthroat, because if you don't have, if you don't want to do this trade, there's seven other people I can do this trade with. Yeah. So let's do it. And that puts the pressure on everyone. Yeah, yeah. Because I secret, like, I, I might know that 
I can't actually get that trade from seven other people because you're the only person that has three small greens yep. that they're not using. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else either doesn't have that or they're planning on using it. But I need to make this trade quick before someone else pipes up and takes those with a better deal yep, yep. or whatever. And that's where the jumping up, standing over the table, yelling, yelling. across the yeah. room, yep. I need those greens. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, it's, it's an experience that I've never had in any other game. Yeah. And it's so unique to this game is that almost Wolf of Wall Street stockbroker. Oh, uh, Seventh on the floor. Yeah. Making, making yelling sales. at each other. Yeah. Doing trades that shouldn't yep. be done under the light of day. I think there's a lot less um, drugs involved. It, nah, you, there's seven player games, man. <laughs> seven, eight player games. It goes off. So, nice. yeah. But you're right. Like, it is yeah. cutthroat. And I think that's what people don't like. But it's... It's such a fun cutthroat mm. that some people just love that. Yeah. You love yeah. the the feeling of just like winning a deal. Yeah. And then the feeling of the tension of like, yeah, I lost that deal, but I'm getting this out of it. I'm being able to run this or whatever. Mm. And it's just awesome. And then there's seven people doing it or eight people doing it. It's, it's really nutty. Like the whole game, I was kind of like, I don't know who's going to win. Well, actually, yeah. to be honest, I kind of felt like Churchy and Rory both at the time had bugger all VP. Yeah. And I was just like, it was going to be between me and you. I sure. was stacking them up. You stacked them up early. Yeah. And it the- felt like you had nothing for ages. Yeah. yeah. I went and- quiet. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just like, oh, man. And I, and I was looking at mine. I'm sort of counting them up. And because you, you hide them face down, I was kind of like, in a way, I'd forgotten how many I had. I was yeah, like, I could sure. have 10. I could have, I don't know. Yeah, like, I didn't check either. A few there. I like, counted them up. And then the extra resources, you sort of add them up. And I've gone, oh, i got 23. I'm like, oh, I might win this. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I could you that's know, a decent like, number, that, I think. That's, that's some. Yeah, because like there wasn't a lot of handing over of thing. So you probably went. I don't think I've seen other people gain twenty three. Yeah, yeah. And like, Fox gained seven early. Hasn't done much since. Churchy yeah. did two back to back, but that was worth like eight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then added them all up. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then I heard Rory go twenty one. I'm like, yes. And then Churchy, I think he first counted like nineteen, but then yep. realized he's actually on twenty one as yeah, well. Yeah. And I was just like, yes. two things. And I was like, I was just like, wait. I was just looking at you. Yeah, I was so concerned with everyone else. I didn't even, I forgot to count my points. And yeah. I was like, all right, what, what do I actually have? I flipped them all over and I was like, oh, two fives. Hang on, this isn't looking good. Now, did I lose this? I mean, maybe. But yeah. Then I flipped over a 10. I was like, oh, 20. Oh, there's only two left. And now both twos. Yeah. And I was like, 24. 24. So, yeah, so I got 24. You got 23. Church and Rory got 21. Yeah. You couldn't have asked for a closer game. Oh, yeah. Considering we were all learning, like, I hadn't played that race before and mm-hmm. I was helping, but I know the game better. Yeah, yeah. But you three were just straight up learning yeah, your yeah. your factions, the game itself. Um, so y'all did really well. It was the, good. It was the good game fun. as a way of balancing itself out. Yeah. There are a few races that just naturally uh, have an advantage, even if you don't know what you're doing. Okay. But I took all those ones out. Yeah, like the trees. Yeah, yeah, like the tree people. Yeah. So, yeah, we were all playing factions where you kind of needed to do stuff to get stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's cool. <clears throat> Sweet. Well, we'll have to play it again. Yep. Because um, we met, we were only one round short of playing like the full thing. Yeah, didn't yeah. make much of a difference, no. but um, there's some crazy stuff that comes out later that we didn't touch. Like, yeah. Um, you start playing for the victory points in the last two rounds. Oh. Which okay. we didn't really get a chance to do, but there's some converters that come out that turn like the value is like I think nine. No like nine to 17 or something wow anyways big big big, 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 big doubling everything just doubling yeah doubling shit yeah yeah nice 
So hopefully you enjoyed our little rundown of Sidereal Confluence. Yeah. One of my, it's my top five. It's in my top five of board games yeah, for nice. sure. Just because yeah, nice. like it's so unique. The creators just made this one game and it's just an absolute banger. And yeah, I thought like, I thought this was like just this little niche thing that was never really going to like not much was going to happen with it. Yeah, Cause I mean, yeah. look at it. Oh, I know. <laughs> he made one game and, and didn't do anything since it yeah. looks like this. It plays awesome, but it might've been a, and anyway, so when it got remastered, I was very stoked. Cause yeah. it was like, Oh, people actually play this. Yeah. 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 There's demand for it. And if there was any, like, I think like apprehension just because looking at the box, mm. this would sell them this new, this new art. Yeah. This new box. Yeah. It just looks great. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah, thanks for watching and listening. Um, we've been hobby homies. We have been hobby homies, <laughs> and you've been patient. Yeah, you're patient, <laughs> yeah. patient. Um, if you can, like whatever platform you're on, if you can give us a, like a little five star review, that'd be great. It actually helps with um, helping other people find our podcast. Whatever platform they're on. So if you're Spotify on eBay, <laughs> podcast platform, yeah, yeah. YouTube, Sorry. just in YouTube comments, YouTube, just write five stars. Five stars. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, find us on Podbean. Give yeah. us a rating on that. You could say, uh, the boys made me do this. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's just- I, I'm here against my will. Yeah. They promised yeah. me two big black cubes. Yeah, please help. Or yeah. two small white cubes now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, check out hobbyhomies.com for links to all the stuff. From there, you can find uh, Patreon. For two bucks a month, you can get early access to videos like these, battle reports, and other stuff that we do on our other channel. Yeah which you can find a link for that too in the description of this video and or podcast. It's truth. What are you doing? Uh, I cooked, cooked the microphone. <laughs> yeah. I survived this long. <laughs> um, and also check out Binge Worthy Breakdown. They're doing Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They are one of the podcasts on the Hobby Homies Network. That's right. So It's listening. a whole network and yeah. there's two of us. There's That's dozens it. of us. It's some. It's actually dozens of us. No, yeah. half a dozen. Half I don't a dozen. Know. I don't think of all the people others. involved. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole team. There's a team involved. Yeah. So, Very yeah. cool. And thank you to all our Patronians mm. for all your continued support. Um, yeah. You helped me buy games when Shane steals the original copies. That's so. not true. No, that's not true. <laughs> that comes that's out of your true. pocket. Yeah, that's straight out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Wife's still asking me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so Shane going to like fix you up for that? You're like, yeah, 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 yeah probably. Yeah, yeah, he'll get it. Yeah, he'll get to it. We're going Harvey's. <laughs> it's for the podcast. Massive shout out to all our patrons. As always, we've got Burnsy, Final Dinosaur, Lethal, Gridlock, Axe, Annex, MJ, Whack the Ewok, Test Dummy, and Black Apollo. We got Brandon W, Moose, Elko, Churchy. Thank Churchy. Rad Rooster. Thanks for that trade in round two, Churchy. Appreciate it. Rad Rooster, <laughs> uh, Ollie, Hawkers, Penny, Agro, Don Hua Don, Pure Blind, and Big, Big Roach. Punching the wall. Oh, yeah, fuck <laughs> that wall, man. It's been pissing me off for three years now. Yes. Thank you all. Thank you all. See, See you next, week. next Sunday. Do what you love, roll the dice, 50-50, we cold as ice, one thing cold with a pretty time